I have been that guy on the couch with his hand in a bag of Cheetos binge-watching Game of Thrones. Infopreneurs empower others through education and training to help them accomplish their goals. We change the world through knowledge, one click at a time. J.K. Dowdo has helped over 10,000 infopreneurs start and grow their first online business. To be one of the next 10,000, keep listening. To get the tools and resources to do it faster, visit 10xinfopreneur.com. And now, here's your host, J.K. Dowdo. Welcome to the first episode of the 10X Infopreneur Podcast, and thank you so much for joining me here on this first episode where we're going to talk about something that is incredibly important to understand if you want to grow your business online, if you want to grow the uh, actual life that you're living, if you want to improve the relationships around you. Today's topic, the solution to laziness, is something that is going to have a profound impact on just about every aspect of your life. Now, I know that that is an incredibly bold claim to make, about 30 seconds or a minute into the first episode of a new podcast, but I really believe that that is something that you are going to experience if you follow what I will teach you in today's podcast. And speaking from experience, I am one of the laziest people that I have actually ever encountered. And in fact, the laziness that I have had in my own life through relationships and businesses that I've run in the past, the amount of damage I have done uh, to myself, to my body, to my businesses uh, through being lazy is truly disgraceful. It's profound. And understanding where this laziness has come from has led me to a place where I've created an exercise that I take care of almost every single day in some shape or form to help overcome laziness and procrastination in my own life and in my business. And in this show, what I want to do is introduce you to that exercise and let you know just how simple, deceptively simple it is to complete this exercise for yourself and reap the benefits of living a less lazy and more productive life and running your business in a more productive way. But in order to give you that exercise and in order to give you those tasks that you will need to complete, I have a worksheet for you as well, which you'll be able to download later on in the show. I want to actually talk to you about what laziness is, because in order to understand how this exercise works and why it's so effective, it's important that we're both on the same page when it comes to laziness. Now, when I think about laziness or when I hear someone mention laziness, I generally have this image that comes to mind of a guy sitting on the couch in his underwear with his hand in a bag of cheetah and binge-watching Game of Thrones on Netflix. And the reason that image comes to mind is because that's the fairly stereotypical standard image of laziness that we see in Western society especially. And I associate that image so profoundly with myself because I have been that guy on the couch with his hand in a bag of Cheetos binge-watching Game of Thrones. And truth be told, that's something I actually still really enjoy doing on my days off. But doing it on days when I should be working is really where the problem started to arise. So I want to talk to you about what that laziness is, where it comes from, and in doing so, when we actually get to the exercise at the end of the show, you'll understand why it's so profoundly effective. So in understanding what that laziness is, it's important to understand that laziness is essentially a lack of something. You're choosing to be lazy and you're lacking productivity. So when there's something that you should be doing and you make the choice not to do it and to sit on the couch or to distract yourself by listening to a podcast or watching YouTube videos about cats, you are making the conscious decision in order to, uh, you're making the conscious decision not to be productive, not to increase your output, not to create anything. And instead, to kind of sit on the sidelines and let opportunity pass you by. It is a choice that you willingly make in your own life and in your own business. 
Now, by understanding that laziness is a choice, you also have to concede logically that there is another choice that you could be making. And that choice is essentially choosing to act, to do anything that is going to move your life or your business forward or do what you should be doing instead of sitting there with your hand in the bag of Cheetos binge watching Game of Thrones. And understanding that laziness is a choice that you make has led me to this theory. And that theory is that if you had 10,000 people, just a random sample of 10,000 people who all have their own individual goals in life and in business, and you were to hand each one of those 10,000 people a personalized roadmap that was built specifically for them, it had detailed understandings of their weaknesses, their strengths, their goals, what it is that they want to achieve, and you gave each of those 10,000 people a document or a roadmap that was thousands of pages long, and it said that at the end of three years, if you follow this document to the T, you will have whatever goal it is that you've set for yourself, whether that's a million dollar business, whether that is the life of your dreams, whether that's the partner that you've always dreamed of, whatever it is, following this roadmap will give you the outcome that you've always wanted to have. And my theory is if you gave that to 10,000 people, it would be a very small percentage of people who would actually go through the roadmap and would come out with their overall life intact. And at the end of those three years, the majority of people who gave up after the first year or the first 18 months or the first six weeks, people would look at those people with envy and would say, wow, I wish I had done what that roadmap had taught me because it's no longer available for whatever reason. It expires after those three years. I bet you the majority of people would never do it. And that has always fascinated me because why? Why do we choose not to do something that is going to get us closer to what we want? I mean, these are things that we want. I want to have a successful business. Why would I choose in my past to be lazy and procrastinate and not learn the skills that are going to bring me closer to having the life of my dreams? Why would I choose to do that? And this has fascinated me for a very long time. And in searching through myself and in talking to other people, I've always found that there's a common denominator that always comes up, and that is a lack of motivation. People seem to think that there is a lack of motivation in trying to accomplish your goals or trying to accomplish even small tasks. Some people will just cry out and say, I just don't feel motivated. I don't know how to get motivated. And some people will look for silly things to try and get themselves motivated, like drinking a lot of Red Bull or a lot of coffee or something like that in order to try and spark some kind of creativity. But at the end of the day, motivation I've always associated with as being a particularly bad friend with benefits because motivation is never there when you need it. However, I can guarantee that you listening to this right now have been in the situation where you've put your head down to go to sleep at the end of the day and just as you're about to fall asleep, you feel that engine inside yourself fire up and you start to have these great ideas and greatness starts to stir inside of you and you have this overwhelming feeling to go and do what you want to do, but you're going to do it tomorrow. And then you wake up and tomorrow has not arrived. You've woken up and that feeling of motivation has left you in the night and it is not there when you wanted it in the morning. And that's why I kind of associate motivation with being kind of like a friend with benefits that you have a really terrible relationship with because it's not there when you want them to be there and they always seem to show up at the worst time. So motivation, I don't believe, is the problem. I believe that that feeling and that adrenaline, that is really what motivation is. So the lack of motivation that you might be feeling, and I'll refer back to the lack of motivation a few times, that lack of motivation is, I believe, the presence of something else. I believe that the lack of motivation is actually something inside yourself that is much more prevalent, and it's one of the most powerful feelings in all of human existence, and I believe that that is fear. 
Now, I don't believe that it's some kind of existential fear of death or fear of the end of the world or anything like that. I believe that the fear of negative results or the fear of a negative outcome is what leads to that feeling of a lack of motivation. And that leads you to make the choice to decrease your output and to become lazy. And this fear is something that ultimately controls the decision that you are making. And it's not something that you are choosing to do. You might not even be aware that you are fearful, but through my own discovery of what has made me lazy in the past, this has been an extremely exciting thing for me to discover because the exercise that we're going to lead into in just a moment here is all about identifying the actual fear that is stopping you from doing something positive and making forward progress in whatever goals you have in your life and in your business. And this fear, I believe, comes from your own mind, placing something deep in your subconscious, a little seed of fear that's trying to protect you from experiencing a negative outcome. Because I think if you think about everything that you might ever want to accomplish, whether that's building a successful business or you know losing weight or getting a, a partner in your life, whatever it might be, there's always that doubt in your mind. There's always that fear of failure that you might do everything correctly and you might not get what you want. And that's a real fear that I believe I've experienced and you might have experienced as well. Or another fear that's particularly common for me is that I will do everything correctly and I will achieve what it is that I want, but it still won't satisfy me. So I believe when you make that decision or you think about a goal that you want to achieve, your subconscious buries a tiny little seed of a fear of failure deep inside your subconscious because it wants you to protect yourself from that feeling of not getting what you want. So laziness and procrastination and that lack of action, lack of motivation, I believe they're all products of this fear. I believe it's your brain trying to protect you from experiencing any type of negative outcome in your life. Now, I promised at the beginning of the show I would give you an exercise that you can fulfill in order to identify what this fear is and actually solve that laziness permanently. And up until this point, it's important for us to be on the same page about what laziness is, because if I had given you this exercise at the beginning of the show, you probably would have zero interest in doing it because it seems so deceptively simple. And I know for a fact that many people I have explained this exercise to are still resistant to do it, ironically, because they are afraid that it won't work work. Now, what I want to let you know is if you try this exercise the first time, second time, third time, you might feel like it's a little unusual and you might feel like it's not particularly working for you. But if you persist through it and you keep trying it, you will see uh, an overwhelming amount of results just by going through this activity. And I promise it's going to sound a little strange and it's going to sound a little bit um, simple, but it really, really does work. So let's talk about this exercise and, and, and what's really involved with getting it started. The only thing you're going to need is a pen and paper, or you can use your smartphone, you can use your tablet, your desktop, your computer, whatever it might be. You can chisel it on a rock if you like, or you can head over to 10xinfopreneur.com and there's a downloadable worksheet that you can use if you're super organized and super anal like me, and you like to have worksheets and spreadsheets and things like that. I've created one for you that you can actually go and follow along with. Now, what you're going to do with your piece of paper or your worksheet or whatever it is that you are using is make a note of your macro objective. And your macro objective is essentially the main thing that you want to accomplish, whether that's building a successful business or losing 20 pounds, whatever it might be, you want to write down what your macro objective is, what the big thing is that you actually want to go and accomplish. 
And this macro objective can be as big or as small as you want it to be. It can be something like starting a YouTube channel or recording your first ever video or putting yourself out on camera for the first time. It could be any sort of thing that you feel you need to do in order to move your business or your life forward. And once you've written down your macro objective, you're going to write down some of the tasks that are required in order to complete so that you can actually get to the completion of your macro objective. So for this example, we'll just talk about losing, say, 20 pounds because it's something that everyone can really relate to. So if I wanted to lose 20 pounds, I would write down a list of tasks that I need to create or I need to complete in order to complete that macro objective. And that would be tasks like joining a gym, And then another task might be actually going to the gym and it could be uh, creating a healthier grocery list and creating a uh, list of recipes that I need to follow. I'll create a list of all these tasks that I need to complete in order to actually go ahead and hit that macro objective of losing 20 pounds. Now writing down the tasks in themselves doesn't really have a whole lot of benefit. You're really just writing down all the little things that you need to check off in order to complete your macro objective. Here's where things get really interesting. What you want to do is focus on those tasks that you need to go through and you want to write down micro objectives that you need to complete in order to actually complete that task and therefore be one step closer to completing your macro objective. So let me give you an example. Let's say that one of your tasks for the macro objective of losing 20 pounds, one of your tasks was go to the gym. And if you've ever had any type of goal of losing a certain amount of weight, you'll know just how painful it can be sometimes to actually get up off the couch and go to the gym or be driving home from work after a long day and actually tell yourself that you need to go to the gym. Now, some people don't struggle with that. I'm very envious of those people. It's always something that I have actually struggled with. So one task for me of going to the gym is something that I've always struggled with. And if we look at the micro objectives that you need to complete in order to actually go to the gym, you would write down what those micro objectives are. Now, depending on how intimidating you feel or how your heart rate might be feeling when you're doing this exercise, you might need to focus on very small micro objectives and write down all those micro objectives before you can actually complete that task. And some of the micro objectives could be uh, getting dressed. So actually choosing the clothes that you want to wear to go to the gym. That would be a micro objective actually getting into your car, driving to the gym. These are all small micro objectives that need to happen. And depending on how fearful or how intimidated you might feel about actually going to the gym, you might wanna write down even smaller micro objectives than that, like tying your shoes or uh, you know, choosing the type of body wash that you wanna to bring to the gym. Whatever a micro objectives you need to have, you need to write down. And when you've written down all the micro objectives that need to happen for you to complete that task of going to the gym in this case, you'll notice that one or two in particular will really stand out for you. And when I've done this in the past with specifically the actual goal of losing weight and going to the gym or being more active, I've been able to identify that there are certain things that really stand out to me in that list of micro objectives that really just sound unpleasant and they're things that I associate with a lot of intimidation or I'll associate them with some kind of negative outcome. And one of those things could be actually using the equipment. And if you're someone who hasn't gone to the gym very much, it can sound very intimidating to use some of the equipment that they have in the gym. Maybe you're just not sure what to do with some of those things because they look a little intimidating sometimes. So that fear of not knowing how to use the equipment, that is the micro objective that is stopping you from going to the gym and is stopping you from hitting that macro objective of losing those 20 pounds. And then once you've identified those one or two things, oh, usually it's just one thing, 
of your uh, your micro objectives that's stopping you from completing that task, you need to take a sit back and you need to think about the reward of completing your macro objective. Because when you decided, before you even started that exercise, when you decided that you had a macro objective that you wanted to complete, whether it's building an online business or starting a YouTube channel or losing 20 pounds, there was some reward that you wanted from completing that macro objective. And again, if we continue with this losing weight example, it could be that you just want to feel healthier. Maybe you want to be more active in your children's lives. Maybe you want to feel uh, more sexual with your partner. It could be any number of things, but you chose that macro objective. That's something that you want to do because there's some kind of reward for you. And again, if it's your business, maybe it's financial freedom or time freedom or freedom away from stress and worry and debt and things like that. And you need to consider that is your inability or is your fear of that micro objective, that one tiny thing, is that something that is so strong that you can't bring yourself to do it compared to the reward after actually getting through all those tasks and completing your macro objective? Is the fear of not knowing how to use the equipment worth feeling low self-esteem and feeling like you're a non-attractive person or feeling unhealthy? Is the fear of that really worth missing out on that reward? And just by having that moment of reflection, you'll start to think that that's a really stupid reason for not going to the gym or, you know, feeling afraid of getting on camera because you think that, you know, you don't have the right look to be on camera, to be a YouTuber or to be, you know, an Instagram social influencer. You'll soon see that the micro objectives that you're most fearful of pale in comparison to the reward that you want to get from having your actual tasks and your macro objective completed and to feel the reward that originally started you off with wanting to complete that macro objective in the first place. And by doing this exercise, whether you're using the worksheet that I've provided for you or whether you're actually writing this down on a pen of paper, it will feel a little unusual the first few times that you do this, but it is an incredibly effective way of identifying where that fear is coming from and then letting your inner subconscious make the decision as to whether or not the pain is going to be worth the reward whatever the reward for you might be. And eventually you'll become so proficient with this skill because it is incredibly, incredibly simple that you will not need to write anything down. It will be a conversation you'll have in your mind for a moment or two and you'll identify what the problem is and you'll be able to get past it and move on toward your goals. Now, if you want to download that worksheet, it is available at 10xinfopreneur.com. Go ahead, take a look at today's episode. You can go and download the worksheet right from the website. And while you're there, go ahead and join the 10x Mastermind. That's where I am prevalent most days. You can ask any questions you have about this worksheet, this podcast, or indeed anything that might tickle your fancy with being an infopreneur and starting your own online business and growing your own online business. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to join me February 20th for our next episode, where we're going to change direction a little bit and talk more about advertising and marketing. And specifically, I want to talk to you about leads, how to get them, where to get them, and what they really are in terms of your business and your growth and why you should care so much about lead nurturing and how those leads are going to help you accomplish your goals. Thank you so much for listening. My name is JK Dowdle, and I'll see you on our next episode of the 10X Infopreneur Podcast.